Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Dallas, we're back in the podcasting booth back after booth, a very, right? very busy end, end of financial year, year with our clients. So um, uh, what we do with our clients at the end of financial year, we meet with all of them leading up to the 30th of June just to make sure that we haven't missed anything, that nothing's changed in their scenario. Uh, they're taking advantage of all the things that they can take advantage of from a tax and other government benefits point of view yep. uh, before the end of financial year it's closes off on the 30th of June. So it's a busy couple of months. Very busy. We, we pre-record podcasts mm-hmm. in April and uh, the ones that are released in May and June because we're, we're, we're so okay. busy during those periods of time. It's, I've been, I can't wait. I can't wait to get back in the booth. We've been just doing technical financial planning <laughs> work for two months. I just want to talk about concepts and theories <laughs> and come up with bizarre titles that you'll shake your head at. That's that's what I'm looking forward to, mate. Well, you, well, your wish is granted and uh, <laughs> here we are. We're back and uh, here today we're here to talk <coughs> about the similarities between a good financial advisor and a good corner man in boxing. Now, now, what does a corner man in boxing do? Thanks, Michael. I, I knew I wanted to start with one of these because I thought already you're going to be shaking your head going, what are you talking about, mate? How does a nerdy financial advisor and, and a corner man in boxing have anything to do with each other? So, so when you watch boxing or mixed martial arts or any other combat sports, the fighter will have someone in their corner. And yeah, that, that's a, a common phrase that people talk about, having someone in your corner. And, and what they basically have, uh, you know, their coach who's sitting there in the corner um, giving advice, giving, you know, giving them a pep talk when they need it, calming them down when they need it, um, telling them things to watch out for from the other fighter, telling them, you know, how they're going on the scorecards and whether they need to push the pace a bit more. So there's a lot, there's a lot involved in having a, a good corner man in combat sports. And so with you've, you've had a... You've had a boxing match yourself, so you know you know how important it is to have have the right person in your corner. And mm. so, I was watching watching UFC the other day actually, and and um, and got me thinking about how important it is to have that have that good corner man. And and of course, as everything in life does, it reminded me of our work and what we do with people, and got me thinking about. So, there's basically four main reasons that I could think of that. Having a good financial advisor is is like having the best possible person in your corner in a, in a fight. And to be fair, um, we're not being sexist here. The, the corner man could be a woman. I've, I've been the corner man, but you're for, still for a, a corner man. I've, I've been <laughs> I've been the corner man for a woman. I've had the a woman be a corner man for me. So but you're still called a corner man. Yes. Yep. Yep. It's yeah. Exactly right. So you're very um. You're very woke, Michael. You're very with it, aren't you? You're I was just thinking. Sometimes the best um the best the best men are women. That's so yeah, the best corner man is it could be a woman. So. <laughs> that just right. doesn't sound right saying a corner corner woman. woman. Yeah, exactly right. So, so the the first one that I thought of is that a good corner man knows 
so knows their fighter's skills. So knows what their fighter is is good at and and what their their strong points are and and knows their weaknesses. So from a technical fighting point of view. So you know again in um, in the sport that I competed a bit more in mixed martial arts, this would be more around saying, okay, well, you, you know your fighter, you know whether they're predominantly good at kickboxing or you know whether they're predominantly good at wrestling and grappling and that mm. kind of thing. So that's sort of the first one. It's just a knowledge of technical skills. And I think that um, people don't, or people underestimate in our industry what their strengths and what their skills really are from a financial planning perspective. Like, mm. I've had many times I've had people come in and, See you at you know fifty or fifty five, and they're and they're earning a huge amount of money, and they'll go, oh, I haven't got much money in super. And you kind of go, forget about that. Like that, that's fine. We've got this. Your ability to earn income is a really valuable, really powerful thing. Let's harness that. Let's use that. Let's not get, let's not get bogged down in, in a perceived weakness or in something that you're really worried about. What can we do with with harnessing your your strength and your skills? And and the same thing applies with people that might not earn a huge income but are really good savers and have mm. consistently saved over time and they've already built up some fairly healthy retirement savings. And those people will often go, oh, I don't know what we can do. We don't earn much money. You know, I, We don't have a big income. And it's the same thing. Drawing people's attentions to their skills or their strength is, I think, really valuable both from technically getting them to, to, you know, to take advantage of that but also just to get people motivated to, to see that there is a big difference that they can make mm. in their financial life. Um, so that's that's number one. And number two, I guess, ties into that, which is knowing knowing your fighter's psychology. And so this is this is the sort of thing in a in a fight. Most people most people run a bit hot or they run a bit cold. So some people need to be really amped up and, and told to you know get out there and beat this guy up or beat this girl up as the case may be <laughs> if you're a girl and other people need to just be told to relax calm down breathe deeply don't get too excited don't get too carried away the same thing i think applies with with people with financial planning we've we've said this before yeah, some people need to be loose and some people need to be tight and some people come in and every six months i feel like i'm saying to them just relax it's all it's all okay you've got it covered don't stress don't worry about it it's all good just take it easy take it easy and then there's other people where every six months I'm saying to them, you should be stressing more. You should be worrying <laughs> more about this. You're not doing everything you need to do. You know, get off your behind, go and make things happen. So so those, I guess, tie in together. Is that, I mean, you would see, we would have seen a lot of this in the last few months for ourselves. Of Our clients all have different different strengths in, in their financial planning and they, and they have different perceptions or attitudes towards money and, and getting those working together is is a big start yeah absolutely and um and the last comment that you made you know some people have to be dialed back a yeah. little bit yeah. because you can see um uh, whilst it's good to to be able to seemingly throw every little bit of yeah. disposable income that you have yeah. towards you know accumulating your retirement savings yes. you, you know that they're not leaving enough left over in order to enjoy life a little bit now, yeah. and um, and statistically, what that what that leads to is people at some stage uh, becoming frustrated and, and stressed and throwing their hands up in the air and, and living a little bit too lean, yeah. living a little bit too leanly. Yeah. yeah, and that's and like you say that the issue with that often is that you live too lean for an extended period of time, and and 
not only are you not enjoying yourself potentially as much as you could, but mm. there's a, you, you can't sustainably do that for, for the, the, the course of your working life. People tend to, and we've talked about this before, if you try and live too lean for too long, you'll have a blowout and mm. you, won't just, you won't just spend a bit more at that time. You'll basically spend a bit more plus all of the extra money that you've mm. saved for the last mm. couple of years while you're building up to that. I mean, we, you've seen that before with, with different mates where it's it's like the you often see that with a fighter in their their first boxing match where they'll come out and throw six thousand punches in the first ninety seconds and then yeah. you can see the look on their face where they go oh no I've got I've got four more rounds to go or I've got three rounds to go yeah and and that's exactly yeah that's a perfect analogy there I think of people come to us and they're really excited and really motivated to get mm. started and they'll often make comments like I can I can do more I can save more and we're mm. the ones that have to dial them back and say look this is just We've got to be able to do this for five years or ten yeah. years or however long you're, we've agreed that you're going to work for. We can't, we can't come out and throw six thousand punches in the first ninety seconds and then say to the referee, "We just, we just need a bit of a break now." It's no, no, this has got to go on for the whole time. So. Yeah, and and the, one of the best things, and we never speak about this, but one of the best things for anyone's financial plan is happiness in the now. Yeah, and and. and, yeah. and and relax, relaxation in the now, and and, and la, la, yeah, lack of anxiety in the now. And what I mean by that is that um, it, it's it's time that makes a huge difference. So if you can you know put in five hundred dollars a yep. uh, a fortnight into your superannuation, yep. and that sustains you, and you're happy in your job, and you're happy in your life, and it gives you enough, you know, yeah. You know, um, there's not there's not the stresses there that. Yep. Cause you to feel that anxiety, or or yeah. or, or um, that things are a little bit tight. Yeah. Uh, if you can carry that on for for ten years, that's more powerful, a lot more powerful than being able to um, do a thousand dollars a fortnight, yeah. but feeling stressed and anxious and 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 running out of puff yes. effectively yeah. five years into that window, yeah. exactly. and throwing your hands up in the air and saying, "What's the point of it all?" Yeah. Um, the 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 former strategy is a lot more powerful because of the time, the compounding time over ten years. Yep. Half as much going in over ten years is better than than twice as much than twice going, as much in, going yeah. in over five years. So that's exactly right. So um, it's not to say that each individual wouldn't be able to sustain that. It's just that yeah. in our knowledge of yeah. seeing yep. case they, after they case after case go. after case, we know that that yeah these are the commonalities that that occur. And, for and people. this is this is what I mean. It's it's, it's it's not as easy as us saying that on a podcast to thousands of people that, hey, mm. you should put less into super than, than more. Because mm. as we say, the whole point here is you need to know you need to know your fighter psychology. There are some people that, yep. and, and you would have this with your clients, there are some people that I'm constantly dialing them back. And then there are others where mm. I'm pushing and pushing because I know that they're not, you know, they need they need to be motivated. They need to be pushed to do more than they think is possible. Because what they what a lot of other people find is that they don't think things are feasible. So if you know someone who says, "Oh, maybe I can do five hundred and I know that they can actually do a thousand dollars a fortnight sustainably and easily, and they're not going to even notice the difference. Sometimes jumping in there and pushing them to do more than they think is is sustainable. Abs- is, is the spot there? Absolutely. We yeah. So on the flip side of that, yes, yeah. we see people and they. They make comments, words to the effect of, "We just don't know where our money goes." Yeah, and you, and you know <laughs> yeah, that can, we can find a thousand dollars a fortnight here, yeah, no worries at yeah, all. Like yeah, there's, that's there's, right. and that's, there's money getting. Yeah, if someone makes the comment, we just don't know where our money goes. Yeah, 
And um, but that's a there's a there's a really high correlation for people on high incomes to say that people yes. that are on low incomes hardly say ever say <laughs> that. No, that's right. People on that are, that are on high incomes, oh yeah, say we don't know where our money goes. You know that you can find at least a thousand dollars a fortnight yeah. somewhere there, uh, and they don't miss it at all. That's um, I, th- I think I'm going to direct my my mother to this podcast because my my parents are, are probably my my biggest. My biggest fans, obviously, are my biggest referrers. They're always telling people, go and see Dallas. And uh, my mother has told so many people now, you go and see Dallas. He just tells you to go on overseas holidays all you want. It's fantastic. <laughs> and I've had to explain it, Mum, that's because you yeah. need to be pushed to go and enjoy your retirement, yeah. go and yeah. spend money and, and don't stress about it. Other people need to be kicked in the bum and told to, no, you can't afford to do that. Switch on. you got this many years. Hey, why isn't your mother listening to the podcast? <laughs> like they, in, in every podcast that I've ever or what I've, what I've heard about someone starting a podcast or someone starting a blog, <laughs> they say that their, their mother is nah. the they – they had one reader of the blog or one listener of the podcast when they started and it was their mother. And, uh, and, uh, I've started it without even that advantage. <laughs> I, I, I listened to uh, a podcast – uh, Carl Richards was speaking, yeah. and he's got hundreds of thousands of followers now. Yeah. He's in um, he he's in financial planning, and he said, I had two listeners when he first started his podcast. He said, my mum and my sister. Yeah. And then I found out just last year, he goes, he started this 10 years ago, I found out just last year that my sister was lying. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Sorry, just this, this is a good one there. We could set a trap here because my mother probably has told me before she listens to the podcast, but yeah. I know she doesn't. She, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> mum, if you're listening to this, the code word is 43 orange or something like that. So, <laughs> no, so, um, yeah, so that's, I guess, the point is everyone, everyone's situation is different and everyone's skills and strengths are different everyone's psychology is different and so everyone needs a different push in a different direction needs to be guided in a different way and that's that's the job of a good financial advisor is there is no one size fits all so that's that's i'd say the first two uh similarities there so the third the third similarity between a a good financial advisor and a good corner man in boxing is to to know the opposition and in this case i'm talking about the big bad ato (laughs) as you said before michael we always want to have a common enemy with our clients and and that's where it is, the ATO. So that's where, you know, I think a, a, a good a good corner man, a good coach in, in boxing or mixed martial arts or anything like that, they're very quick to pick up what the other side is doing and very quick to, to spot weaknesses or to, to spot opportunities that have been presented by the way that the other person is, is performing or is fighting. And so for us, that's, that's the ATO. You know, as we've said before, one of our favorite nights of the year is is budget night i know that you get a, a cheese platter and a bottle of rosé and sit there and watch the watch the budget in detail and and that's because what we're looking for is the immediate um immediately we're starting to think then about okay this is the this is now going to be tax law this is going to be legislation these are going to be the rules around superannuation and contributions now how does that impact my my clients how does that impact us and so that's i think the the thing there where it's probably um, interesting because most people would sort of think of the opposition or knowing the external world as being focused on investing or the mm. economy or going, okay, well, I know what share prices are going to do or, or, or something like that, where yeah. our attitude is um, the most important opposition that we can really be tracking and, and knowing and knowing inside out is is those, those tax rules and those superannuation rules. 
Absolutely. Uh, I mean, what we see there is is a guaranteed rate of return. So we we, we you know, for someone on a thirty nine percent marginal rate of tax, um, their guaranteed rate of return if they're not you know, maximizing all the contributions they can make into superannuation, their guaranteed overnight rate of return is twenty four percent. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah because, they, they, because they can make contributions in the super and pay 15% tax. tax. So they pay 15 to the 39. Yep. There's 24%, 24% overnight, overnight rate, of rate of return. So, I mean, we don't know. We don't, even if we could pick the best investments yep. for one year, yep. you can't we'd be unlikely to get a 24% rate yep. of return yep. and it wouldn't be guaranteed. So yep. uh, it's not to say that we, we, of course, we're looking for yep. good investment returns as well yep. for the. Um, yeah, for for an appropriate strategy for that client, but 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 there's guaranteed rates of return. Yeah, the opponent, like you you, you frame that the, the the opponent that you're facing. Yeah, is, is, is the, the is the ATO. Yeah, the other thing that we aim for for all of our clients is that by the day that they've retired, they've paid their last dollar of tax that they're ever going to pay yeah. ever again. So, um, to put the ATO up as the opponent. Um, and yeah, it's not to say that we hate the ATO. We, don't, we certainly don't. You finish the fight and you go and have a beer with the ATO. <laughs> oh, that might be but, but, sure. You, you shake your hands and you do like a little grimace <laughs> smile and go, mm, okay, yeah, good fight, um, mate. And then then you move on. But but, it, but it's it's it really frames yes. tax is such a big thing. It frames yep. everything that we do. Yeah. Um. In yeah, we even refer to that as it's our religion. Yeah. Uh. Yep. In in when when we step when we walk through the door at work yeah our religion is yeah. how do we how do we pay the least amount of tax for our clients and ourselves yeah. and what can we think tank up yeah in in order to yeah. to, to to legally yeah to legally pay the least amount of tax possible and that's that's i guess the, the thing it, it's it is like a fight and it's like coaching in a fight because you're not you're not going to say to if you're the court you're not saying here's a knife go and stab him you go no hang on the rules are the rules we've yeah. got to operate within the rules mm. this which we're, we're trying to win this fight legally and morally in in a in a correct and upstanding way as you say that that's that sort of that magical end goal that we're always looking for is a retirement where you pay no tax because you're not you're not doing that by hiding money offshore you're not you're you're using those tax rules um, for yourself, most most of the time, and we've talked about this before. These rules are designed to to funnel people towards trying to boost their retirement savings, so that basically what the, the government is is, I think the theory there is that you'll pick up tax savings, but then we won't have to pay you Centrelink in future, mm-hmm. and that's so that's kind of what we're trying to do is go to the rules are people are being pushed towards being self-funded retirees every dollar of tax that you pay is another dollar that you don't have in retirement to spend yeah. that's not good for anyone we want yeah. everyone to be a self-funded retiree where possible and one of the the biggest ways that we can work around that is is using those rules using those those tax laws for your advantage and keeping more of your yeah. of your money for yourself in retirement yeah. so um, the last reason i would say that the sim- or the, the similarity between a, a good financial advisor and a good corner man is that you've got to care the right amount, and and what I mean by this is that um, you've got to want you've got to want your your fighter to uh, achieve all of the all of the things they want to achieve. You've got to want them to win, but you've got to at the same time care deeply about their safety and and not want to put them through too much unnecessary pain. 
but you've also got to be willing to put people through a little bit of pain where needed to get them the end result that they need. So, you know, the analogy that I'd use here is that as a rule of thumb, historically they've found a lot of, a lot of the time a father is not a good corner man because he knows that his son wants the glory of winning a world title and, and they'll sometimes push their son past a level that they, mm. that, they, that, they, that is safe and that is, you know, sustainable. So a father sometimes wants to push their son too much mm. and, and sometimes, and you notice that you'd never hear about a mother being a world title holder's corner man <laughs> because if they're anything like my mother, they'd be watching the fight with, with the hands over their eyes going, oh, geez, I can't, someone's going to hurt my poor little boy. I can't have One this. hand over the eyes, the white towel. <laughs> poised ready to throw in. Poised ready to throw I'd, in, I'd actually in the other hand. I'd actually be more worried about my mother coming in through the ropes and, and trying to clean up the other person. <laughs> so... What you need is normally that the perfect dynamic there is a, a corner man who cares about that person. You spend a lot of time together in the gym. You, you've worked together. You train together. You know you know each other really well. You know that your corner man cares about you and, and doesn't want to cause you any unnecessary pain. But because they're not the one getting kicked or punched or beat up, they are able to be objective and step back and go, well, okay, yes, you, you're copping a few blows here, but you're, you're going to... You're going to win. You just need to do this thing. You might need to wear a couple of punches to get where you need to be, but you're on track. Everything's all good. And so that's kind of the similarity that I'd say there for us is that it's uh, – and, and even, I mean, that's how we've structured our, our fee model is that we want to be aligned with our clients. We want to be incentivized to get them where they need to be over the long term. And so when we're talking about how much are you going to save every fortnight or how much volatility can you can you stomach based on how your superannuation is invested? We need to care the right amount. We, we can't say the minute that you feel a bit of discomfort putting $1,000 a fortnight into super, oh, don't worry about that. It's okay. You don't yeah. need to do that. Or the minute the market drops by 5%, say, oh, no, don't worry about that. You can just have it all sitting in cash. We need to be objective enough to go, no, this is the right thing for you long term. This is what you need to do. It might be a bit uncomfortable in the short term, but you need to just go through this. Yeah. And and our clients, as long as they know that we care about them and that our incentives are aligned over the long term, they they're going to take that on board a lot more. Yeah. Look, it's a great point, and I think um, what really helps with that is is uh, a, a diligent process of going through with our clients what what their goals yeah. are and goals. It's a bit of a funny word, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, what it all comes back to is the day that they retire, how much money are they going to need mm. uh, generated yeah. from their retirement savings for that year and every other year that they're likely to be on, on this earth now. Um, uh, when people try and change the plan yes, because they've copped a flurry of punches, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, AKA the market's fallen by 37%, yep. yes. which it did in March of 2020. We remind them at that point in time, okay, has has the overall, has your overall objective or your goal of you know, yeah. retiring on this date yep. with this amount of money and for that ma- amount of money to be able to generate you know, $80,000 a year uh, net of tax for, for the rest of your life. No, it hasn't. It hasn't changed. Okay, well, the plan doesn't change. We need to actually push through this part. Yeah. We need to push through this part right now. That's so, right. Um, so, it's one of the things that, that helps frame that, I, I think. Yeah, no, no, that, um, that's and, exactly and, right. And keeps everyone on the same page. And, and the same thing, I think, 
like we were saying there, those are the two things that spring to mind is, is that volatility of knowing that when markets go down, knowing why you hold the assets that you hold, knowing what the long-term objective is, is really the only way to, to stay invested yep. and stay the course. And the same thing applies with saving money every fortnight. It, you know, if someone walks in the door and I just say to them, hey, you need to save $1,000 a fortnight, yep. there's no way they're going to go and do that because no. it's not in service to a bigger goal. It's not, you know, there's no meaning behind it. There's no, they just be thinking, well, why don't I just have that money and spend it? What's the point mm-hmm. of that? Whereas when you're working backwards from this is where you want, to, this is where we've all agreed that, that you actually do really want to end up in 10 years' time. Now, to make that happen, you need to be invested in this way and you need to be saving $1,000 a fortnight. Now, if when things get a little bit uncomfortable, if you want to change how you're invested, you want to change how much you're saving every fortnight, we can revisit those goals and say, okay, well, has things changed? Do you not actually want to be there anymore? But if those goals haven't changed, well, we've just got to go through that. Yeah. You know, it's it's a similar, again, the analogy of if you, if you, everyone's got a, you know, the old Mike Tyson quote, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. If, if, mm-hmm. if someone started a, a boxing match and the first time they get punched in the face went, Geez, that hurt. I don't. I don't want to play this game anymore. You, That's you, what happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you were hitting pads and shadow boxing, you thought this is great fun, and then and the minute you get punched in the face, you go, "This is not what I'm about." I've been tackled and made probably I don't know thousands of tackles yeah. of uh, in rugby league in my yeah. life and rugby union and yeah. been tackled so many times. Yeah. The first time I got punched in the face, I went, "This yeah. is terrible." <laughs> <laughs> It's it's so funny. It's funny because I think it's a bit like the um, when people watch, you know, fighters. It, you know, it'd be probably the same with with um, rugby league, where they think there must be something different about those guys where they're not they're not getting hurt. And yeah. so you you go to the gym and you watch two guys beating each other up, and they go, they must just be. It mustn't be hurt. There must be some trick that it doesn't yeah. hurt. And the trick is that they just don't care. It's still, <laughs> it still hurts. It's still really unpleasant getting punched in the eye or you know getting kicked or getting tackled. Yeah. It's just that, again, if you if you know your why, if you know the bigger reason of what you're trying to achieve here, then you're you're more willing to go through that bit of discomfort. Mm. And that's I think where a good coach, a good corner man comes into it is, is to keep you focused on that long term view, keep you focused on why you're doing what you're doing, so that you can block out a little bit of that short term discomfort. That was good. Can you wrap up the four things again? Just say so the four things were to know your know your fighter's skills, or to know as a financial advisor to know your client's skills and strengths, know what yep. they, you know, what the opportunities are that are available to them, uh, know their psychology, so know whether they need to be loosened or tightened, whether they need to be calmed down a bit, or whether they need to be pushed along a bit. Um, know the opposition, i.e., the ATO. Know all of the all of the rules, all the different little opportunities that present themselves to each client, depending on their situation. And lastly, care the right amount. So, mm. ha- knowing knowing what people want long term, having arrived at that in a, in a consultative discussion with them, and, and deciding we've all agreed that this is where you want to head to. We need to care the right amount about how to get there, not put you through unnecessary pain but be able to push it through a bit of short-term discomfort to get to that that greater goal. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.